Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 31st of March. Cricket stars, fans, friends and loved ones packed the MCG overnight for a hero's farewell, the memorial of one of Australia's greatest sporting legends, Shane Warne. He's been described as loving, caring, loyal, a legend of the game, but most of all, a great father. Shane's father, Keith, says his son was more than a cricketer. Mate, your mother and I cannot imagine a life without you. You've been taken too soon and our hearts are broken. Thank you for all you did for us. You've been such a loving and caring son. Rest in peace, mate. Love you, mum and dad. Shane's son, Jackson, says his dad was taken way too soon. There's not a day that will go by where I won't be thinking of you. I'm so happy that I got to spend 22 years of my life with you as my father. I love you so much. While his youngest daughter, Summer, says life will never be the same. You always wanted to be around us, and that is something that I took for granted. (laughs) Thinking that you were always going to be around. I really am going to miss you, Dad. It's now been exactly 26 days since you went to heaven, and I miss you more than anything in the world. A stellar lineup of sporting greats and entertainment giants also paid tribute during the memorial, including Sir Elton John, Chris Martin, Kylie and Danny Minogue, Robbie Williams and Ed Sheeran. Eric Banner saying Warney was a hero for many. Part magician, full-time showman. He mesmerised fans as he did the best batsman in the world. Meanwhile, kids in dusty laneways and backyards wanted to be just like Warney. At the end of the memorial, Shane's three children unveiled the newly named Shane Warne stand at the MCG. Shane Warne was 52. To northern New South Wales now, and the search continues for a 55-year-old woman who is still missing as the region is again devastated by floods. The aged care nurse went missing in floodwaters around an hour after Lismore CBD was evacuated on Tuesday night. The Weather Bureau is warning the Wilsons River could rise as high as 12 metres, while flooding continues to threaten Ballina, Byron Bay and neighbouring towns. It comes after it was revealed Lismore residents didn't get an official warning yesterday that the town's levy had broken after an SES siren malfunctioned. The Lismore community has described the ongoing flood crisis as a recurring nightmare. A number of evacuation warnings and orders are still in place, with more than 28,000 people forced to again flee their homes. Lismore resident John Omar telling Channel 10 he's barely slept. It was like a recurring nightmare, to be honest. Um, I mean, we've barely slept in four weeks. I've literally had night terrors every night um, about rising water. And so last night it was like, is this, is this a nightmare or is this real? The New South Wales government is now under fire for the latest flooding crisis, with Shadow Minister for Disaster Management Murray Watts saying nothing has been learned from the previous flooding disaster just a month ago. I've been speaking to people on the ground in Lismore and what I'm hearing is that they're still feeling there's a lack of information flow, there's a lack of coordination between the various services and that is happening at a time when people feel very traumatised from what they've already been through. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese will deliver his budget in reply speech tonight. A major health policy to strengthen Medicare is expected to be front and centre, along with a number of other measures. It comes after the Labor leader accused the federal government's temporary cost of living announcements as a cynical ploy to get re-elected.
Overseas now, and the Ukrainian president will deliver an address to Australian Parliament tonight as the Russian invasion of his country continues. Vladimir Zelensky will appear via video with Parliament to be briefly suspended and senators to gather in the House of Representatives. Mr Zelensky has already delivered speeches to Britain, Canada and the US. Meantime, Russian President Vladimir Putin is demanding the besieged port city of Mariupol surrender, saying the shelling will only end if troops lay down their weapons. And the family of Bruce Willis has announced the US star is stepping away from acting after being diagnosed with aphasia, which affects cognitive abilities and communication. In a statement, the family of the diehard star says it's a challenging time and they're getting through it as a strong family unit. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To New South Wales and nurses will walk off the job today as they continue to demand better pay and staff-to-patient ratios. Our reporter Sasha Barbagat has more from Sydney. Good morning, Tash. Yes, for the second time this year, the state's nurses and midwives will strike for 24 hours in an ongoing fight with the state government. Staff from 160 hospitals are planning to march to Macquarie Street and will rally outside Parliament. Their main demands are 4.75% pay rise and nurse-to-patient ratios on every shift. The Industrial Relations Commission had tried to stop the strike, issuing an order last Friday that staff will ignore. The union wants the New South Wales government to sit down with it for meaningful talks, saying nurses and midwives are exhausted and struggling with the ongoing challenges of the job. And to Queensland, the Premier has slammed the recent federal budget, accusing it of ignoring the Sunshine State. Anastasia Palaszczuk says there should have been more funding, especially given the state's recent floods. Our reporter David Shiraz has the details from Brisbane. Good morning. Well, the Premier's revealed her grievances with the Morrison government's election budget in state parliament, accusing the Commonwealth of leaving Queensland behind. It failed the millions wanting a permanent solution to hospital funding. Sorry. Failed to chart a course to address climate change across our nation. It failed to address issues on housing. It failed to address renewables. And it failed on regional road funding. More than 40,000 residents are expected to move into Queensland from other parts of the country this financial year. A further 30,000 are expected to pack up and head across the border next financial year. As the state becomes more popular, the Premier will continue to push for her fair share of taxpayer dollars. Now for latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Global stock markets rose strongly on positive peace talk news between Russia and Ukraine, but stocks are down overnight as doubts rise over some type of real agreement. Yeah, that's right, Tash. Our local stock market joined the peace party positivity rising strongly yesterday as Russia implied troops were pulling back from Kiev and other cities. But overnight, a White House spokesperson said the troop movements did not look like a retreat. Stock market players did not like the news and the European stock market index, the stock 600, nearly lost 2% overnight. And Peter, the government will not extend the six-month period for the 22-cent cut in the fuel tax excise after the election, but Labor has not ruled the option out. Yeah, Treasurer Josh Rodenberg thinks the $3.6 billion slug to the budget's bottom line from the reduction in the petrol price by 22 cents a litre 
should end in six months' time. And if peace breaks out in Ukraine, the oil price will fall as well. And so motorists could see a double-down drop in the petrol price. But Labor's Treasurer-in-waiting, Jim Chalmers, has implied he'd wait to see what the economy looked like in September before making a decision on the fuel tax cut. And Peter, one of our country's biggest companies, Telstra, has a new boss, Vicky Brady. Yeah, and Ms Brady takes over Telstra as a $46 billion operation, which is our 11th biggest listed company, whose share price is up nearly 15% in the past year. But over five years, the share price is actually down 16%. Ms Brady replaces Andy Penn, and it means Macquarie Group, oil miner Woodside and Telstra, three of our largest businesses, are now run by women, and we'll see a, a trend like this developing in coming years. Thanks so much. Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett. The Aussie women's squad can sit back and watch South Africa and England battle for the right to face them in the World Cup final. Yes, good morning, uh, Tash. That's right. Sitting pretty at the moment. The Aussie women's squad haven't lost at the tournament so far. Went through the group stage unbeaten and were just too strong for the West Indies yesterday, who won the toss and elected to send Australia into bat. Um, that proved to be something that they might regret because Alyssa Healy, um, she then smashed a, a stunning century and the West Indies never really look like uh, pulling off an upset. So as you mentioned, South Africa and England this morning in the other semi-final over in Pakistan. The men are back in action tonight against uh, the, the home side. They will be without Mitch Marsh. He didn't play in the first game anyway, but now out officially for the rest of the series with a hip injury. He will fly to India for treatment. He wasn't playing in the first game anyway. Spinner Adam Zampa says with the team hit by injury and COVID, others have had to step up. Yeah, it's just the way of the world at the moment. The guys did show some versatility. Thought, you know, Swepo came in for, for Ash, did a did a really good job, got a really big wicket. Yeah, I think the guys that came in all, I guess, contributed. So the women's and men's side going very strong at the moment. And talking about sides, Brett, two sides in the NRL desperate for a win face-off tonight. Absolutely. None more so than the West Tigers, who are away to the Gold Coast Titans to kick off round four. The Tigers anchored to the bottom, the only winless team so far this season after three rounds. That means their coach, Michael Maguire, is already under enormous pressure picking up for when they left off last year. But he says his focus remains on the present and not his future. I'm that busy coaching the team. I don't really tend to spend too much time worrying about the external world. And Titans are coming off an epic meltdown, coughed up a 22-point lead against the Raiders. So uh, two teams that really um, want to show their fans something to, to look forward to for the future. Yeah, it will be a great game tonight, especially in the NRL. Now in the AFL, Brett, the Bulldogs have named two of their sore stars to face the Swans tonight. Yeah, they have. Aaron Norton has been battling a calf niggle. Marcus Bontempelli doesn't look right either, but they are in the side tonight. We'll see if there are any late changes. Bailey Smith, their match winner, is back as well. Uh, former Saints star Lee Montagna says the Bulldogs really need a win. They haven't got one in the first two rounds. No, nope, 0-3 makes it extremely hard. Basically means you've got to win at least 12 of your last 19. You're going to go 12 and 7, which is almost like being effectively a top four, top five team with the, the win rate. And of course, Buddy is back. Uh, will be a little bit different the atmosphere at Marvel Stadium tonight compared to the SCG and uh, the crazy scenes we saw over the weekend when he kicked his 1,000th goal. So good. History unfolding. Thanks so much, Brett. Thanks, Tash. 
And an extremely rare Sumatran rhino has been born in Indonesia, giving hope to the critically endangered species. Sumatran rhinos are the smallest in the world and once flourished across Southeast Asia, but now there are less than 80 left. The female rhino was born at the Sumatran Rhino Sanctuary, with her arrival being called a triumph for conservation efforts. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.